like we always do about this time. James Russell, you hustling son of a... It's me, your daddy, Roberto. Man, boy's name that starts with the letter H. Jose. Now look at me now. How far we go back? Elementary. Jump rope. High and go see. Pity pad. Red light, green light. They like green light. When you just talk about practice, we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. And about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. But we talking about practice right now. We talking about practice. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. You are tuned into Straight Bet Sports on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. What's going on, everybody? That's right. You play to win the game. Straight Bet Sports. I am your host, Jose V, here on Gorilla Cross Radio. We are coming to you live from downtown Las Vegas, Nevada. Chilly outside, so if you're outside, make sure you got a sweater on, get your coat on, because it's cold. Stay warm. Don't get the sniffles. Don't get sick. Hopefully, everybody's having a great evening tonight. It's only me and Quan in the studio, but we do have a full staff. I got Rob G back at home, quarantining for the next 14 days, but he's still joining us, making sure that he does not miss. Got to fulfill those duties. Greatly appreciate you, my man. Ready for tonight. I know you're excited about the guest that we're going to get into it with here in a few moments because it's someone that it's something that you 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 salivate at the mouth. You just you love to talk with with these type of people. Anything that has to do with betting and odds and and the real sharps and all that. I know that's what you like, so I'm I'm pretty sure you're excited about our guest tonight, right, Rob? Yeah, I'm excited. Ready to go, ready uh, to go. Good, always good to talk to Dwayne. Definitely, definitely, man, but I'm cold. I'm cold. That's why if you guys didn't see me shivering, I'm cold. I know Quan turned on the heat, but I'm still cold. I'm moving a lot. I move a lot as it is anyways, but there's a lot going on in the world of sports, man. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the NBA. Some trades were announced not gonna say finalized but announced that a lot of us probably saw coming no 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 surprise there some players haven't been playing should be playing we're gonna talk about that nhl is back as you see i'm wearing some golden knights gear one of our guests here is also gonna show you what he's got going on with his wardrobe with the golden knights as well deshaun watson talks people are saying this kid should be traded to almost every team in the league it's ridiculous we're gonna get into that too i think he possibly could be moved but we'll see where but before we do all that before we get into everything else, if you are watching, do me a favor. Click that like button. Share it. Let everyone know what you're watching tonight, whether it's on Facebook, on the Gorilla Cross page, on my page, Jose V. On Twitter, the Gorilla Cross page, my page, Jose underscore Volonte, or the Gorilla Cross app or GorillaCross.com. Leave a comment. You want to join in on the fun. You want to talk to us, chime in. Let us know your thoughts on what we're talking about tonight, or if you even want to give us a call, you can definitely do that. We always try to talk to everybody as much as we can, whether it's on social media, or if anybody wants to give us a call, like I said, 702-608-3259 is the number. But Quan, before we jump into all of our sports talk tonight, please let everybody know who we are being brought to you by tonight. We are brought to you by Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate, a realtor here to help educate current and future Las Vegas locals on selling and investing in real estate. You're probably asking yourself, educate. Yes, there's a surprising amount of adults that when it comes to real estate, don't know the right questions to ask, don't know where to start, 
and think they need a lot of cash to buy a house in Nevada, which simply isn't true. So Josh has decided to make it his responsibility to teach his clients what they need to know and equally important, what they need to ask to help ensure making their home ownership dreams a true reality. So make sure you call or text Joshua LaFon today at 702-813-0533. This has been another paid advertisement from Joshua LaFon with Simply Vegas Real Estate. Make sure you give him a call, 702-813-0533. That's right, man. We greatly appreciate Joshua LaFon keeping us going here on Gorilla Cross Radio. We're not going anywhere. We love Gorilla Cross. Gorilla Cross is the place to be. If you haven't checked out the app, like I said, check out the app today. Download it. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Gorillacross.com as well. A lot of good content going on at that website. Now, Josh was actually supposed to join me in studio tonight. We've been trying to get him on the show. The guy's a sports better. He likes to bet sports. This is as a hobby, obviously. It's not his job. But he's sponsoring the show, so we have to get him on the show soon. So, Josh, I know you're watching. We talked earlier. We got to get you on the show, whether it's next week or the coming weeks. But we'll get that set up. But without further ado, let's jump in with, obviously, Rob G., my co-host. And with our featured guest of the night, he'll be with us throughout the whole hour here. We have a lot to talk about. Dwayne Colucci, racing sportsbook manager out of Rampart Casino. Long time, my man. Hopefully, you're having a great new year. Hopefully, you had a great holidays. How's your evening going? Doing well, Jose. Always a pleasure to join you guys and, uh, you know, get our grip on our sports talk, you know, gambling action at the Rampart in the South Point. It's hot and heavy, a hot time of the year, especially with the NBA, NHL, NFL. Everything's going good, guys. How's Pops doing? We we got to mention Pops. I know I asked you about him before the show, but Pops is, is is a big part, man. How's Pops doing? Uh, he's doing really well. I appreciate all the well wishes and the concern, especially from the Straight Bet Sports team. I mean, you guys have been overwhelming, and uh, you know he's coming along. He had that uh, aortic aneurysm. It was kind of rough, uh, you know, going at first in the hospital for a couple of weeks. You know, it's basically uh, something that uh, extends from your heart area down th- uh, to your stomach area. So, you know, it-, it was a long recovery period, but he's doing well now. And uh, thank God. And thank you for all the support once again. Always, man. Prayers, thoughts, everything out to Michael Colucci, your pops. You know that we love you guys very much. So let's jump into some sports here, Dwayne. Definitely a lot going on. NHL is back. You're wearing your Golden Knights gear. So am I. NBA talks, we got to get into that with you because I'm pretty sure the lines did change with some of the favorites here in the NBA that are going to win the game. Uh, they're possibly going to win the championship. I'm sorry. I know Rob has a few games that he wants to pick your brain about and see what the early, you know, weekly betters are betting here for the NFL action coming up this weekend. But before we get into that, I want to ask you about your podcast. I know you're, you're starting your second season now, if and reverse. How's your podcast going and what do you have in store here for all your listeners moving forward? Yeah, we have uh, episode one of season two uh, being recorded as we speak. Basically, uh, you know, we're just trimming the edges. We're going to have the NHL preview naturally. We're going to have some NBA talk, especially with the, all this happening this week in the NBA. Just a fabulous week. We're going to have the NFL talk, the horse racing talk, all the counter talk, the old school stories, you know, that I like to bring up from my days in uh, stomping grounds back home in New York. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a great, great season. We're going to have a few guests on this uh, the If Then Reverse podcast this season as well. So we're going to have a big season. Uh, looking forward to it. And uh, episode 
one is a big project, you know, so uh, we're really taking our time with it for season two. We want to get it off on a good note. And uh, yeah, like I said, uh, big things opening this year. And, uh, you know, uh, also VEASAN has been amazing, guys. I, I tell you the truth, I've been on three times this week. And uh, to get back into the NHL fold, because they really like my NHL input, everything's going good, guys. He is Dwayne Colucci, Rampart Racing Sportsbook Manager here joining us on Straight Bet Sports on Gorilla Cross Radio. So, Dwayne, before we jump behind the counter with you, which is basically our favorite time when we get you on the show, that's our bread and butter. We just love to talk sports talk, the odds, what's behind the counter, what are you seeing, what are people betting. Before we get into that talk, let's. we just wanted to have a regular sports talk conversation with you. Like we said, there's a lot going on right now in the world of sports. I, I'll go ahead and start it off with the James Harden trade. And I'll get both of you guys' input, Rob, as well. I know you're probably watching some NBA up there, but James Harden was just recently traded, or at least has been announced that he's possibly in a four-team mega trade involving the Houston Rockets, the Brooklyn Nets, the Indiana Pacers, and who is the fourth team? The Cleveland Cavaliers, I believe, right? Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah, Yeah, the Cavs. Now, if you look at it on the Houston's perspective, you're getting rid of a guy that's not happy. Came in overweight, looked out of shape, didn't look ready to play, and just has disrespected the whole culture or whatever it is they're trying to create there now with Silas, the new coach that they have, the first-year coach. But they did good, in my opinion. They got rid of a lot of draft picks when they got, I believe, with the Chris Paul trade and Russell Westbrook. Remember that. So they got a lot of draft picks back here with this trade. Granted, I see a lot of them aren't protected draft picks, whatever that may be, but I think in the long run, this trade is going to benefit the Houston Rockets. Now, he's going to Brooklyn. You got the whole Kyrie Irving situation right now. Kyrie doesn't want to play, but yet it sounds like he wants to be political, but yet he's out hanging out at birthday parties. I get it. It's family, whether it is or not. You're not following protocol. You're showing you don't care. Stephen A. Smith came out and said something this morning, which I normally don't agree with Stephen A., but he said he should just retire. And I agree. You don't care for this game anymore. You already got your ring. You've already gotten paid. You're not going to be the same player, possibly. Now, people are saying that they're going to be the favorites now to win it in the East over Milwaukee. We don't even know what the chemistry is going to be like. Yes, there were talks that Kevin Durant and Harden spoke that they wanted to get together that they wanted to be on the same team. There's a lot of championship pedigree there. Harden has been on a championship team, even though that's when they were with OKC and they got stomped and he wasn't a big part of the team, but he's been in a championship before. You have Kevin Durant that has won the NBA championship. You have Kyrie Irving that has been a big part in winning the NBA championship. And then you have this knucklehead, James Harden. And now another knucklehead, Kyrie Irving. If you're Kevin Durant, you're probably wondering, what did I get myself into? But I like the trade for Houston. I like what they got in return and what they're going to get in the long run. And I think if the guy doesn't want to be there, let him go. But I also hate the fact that these players have that type of power, that these guys are so big now that they can basically point, pick and choose where they want to go, when they want to go. It wasn't like that back in the day when I was growing up watching basketball and watching the sport. Things have changed, guys. What are your thoughts on everything with this trade going on today? Who wants to go first? Go ahead, Rob. 
but go ahead. Yeah, well, I'm just kind of that's the reason I was looking over here is I actually pulled up exactly like what they got in return and. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if he didn't want to be there, I, I'm surprised he got this. They got this much for him. I mean, usually when someone wants to leave, uh, the the you know when someone wants to leave a team, the the team that's the team that that player is on usually has no has no you know bargaining advantage because that player wants to leave. So uh, for what they got for for James Harden, as I'm looking through it right now, um, I, I think it was a great deal for them. You know, dealing someone that doesn't want to be there. If you don't want to be there, yeah, let's 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 move on as quickly as possible. From the Nets' perspective, uh, I I do agree that Kyrie is is turning. You know, he was a great he's a great basketball player, and he's turning into a, a cancer for that team. Uh, and especially thinking of what Kevin Durant uh, is thinking right now, leaving the Warriors. You know, how great would the Warriors be right now if they still had Kevin Durant? I know Clay's out for a decent amount of time, but uh, I think I think that ship was right with the Warriors, and I think he may be regretting his decision a little bit. Dwayne. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you guys bring up all the good points. I got to say that I, I just I don't think uh, the chemistry would be there if Kyrie was there. I think there can be chemistry, obviously, guys, if, uh, you know, uh, Durant and Harden play and maybe Kyrie does retire. I guess we got to agree with Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> it's a scary situation just because of the fact that. Kyrie doesn't care, and he never did, and it's a shame, guys. Uh, he really has turned out to be a cancer now, and it's upsetting. You know, I, I really, I thought Kyrie was fabulous with LeBron. I thought he could mesh there for a couple of years, but he's become sort of, uh, you know, egotistical and about himself. And now you're not following COVID protocols. You're basically, uh, you know, turning your back on the league. And where is Adam Silver during this? I mean, the commissioner has to step up, guys. You have to have a little support and, you know, a little reprimandment from the league itself to let other players get the message that you can't do this. And Kyrie seems to do this year in and year out, guys. So it's getting tiresome now. And, you know, uh, I, I would say he was behind the Kenny Atkinson firing. I mean, not that Steve Nash is a, a bad coach, but he's basically a controlled coach, in my opinion. He really doesn't know all the facets of coaching at this level just yet. He'll learn on the fly with this great, fabulous team. But I think Houston did well. I mean, uh, you're getting all these draft picks. Think about it, guys. Houston was able to unload Westbrook, Chris Paul, and James Hart. And they're going to rebuild with a lot of these draft picks. So I think Jose brings up a good point that uh, they're going to be all right for many years down the road. You know, some of them are protected. You're getting Oladipo. He's going to fill in some gaps. You know, he's he's a little banged up still, and he's getting back to his former self because, uh, you know, he had basically a full year injury. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Rockets rebuild. But I want to see even more how the Nets perform if Kyrie comes back at all, which you know he's going to try to come back just because they're going to start to win games. You saw tonight, I mean, uh, you know, Kevin Durant at times is still a dominant NBA scorer and dominant force. And they still have some serviceable guys on that roster. It's a shame that Dinwiddie went down. You know, uh, it'd be nice to see him in that lineup with Harden if uh, Kyrie took an extended period. But, uh, you know, they'll be okay. The, the East isn't that well built. And, you know, Milwaukee's solid, but that's all right there. So one thing that you did mention, which is a great point, is the commissioner's got to step in. If you remember, remember back 
when um, uh, David Stern stepped in and, and voided the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers. You know right. what I mean? You stopped that, but yet you're not willing to stop something like this happening. But one of the guys here that you mentioned, too, that I wanted to, that I was to throw out there real quick, Victor Oladipo. This is his opportunity right here to, to remember, they got a guy that they know can be a super, not a superstar, but a great player because I believe he's been an all-star already. His contract is up at the end of this year, right? So they're going to see what Victor Oladipo can give them. Maybe they don't keep him and sign him, but this is also an opportunity for Oladipo to get a next contract, right? Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, this is a great opportunity for Oladipo. And it's, a, you know, uh, he was on a team that basically is a team team, the Pacers. So they have so many different scorers and different weapons. He was kind of getting a little overshadowed as two years ago, if you remember, when they made that playoff run, he was the superstar of the Pacers. Now it's going to be a little more where he has to earn his contract. And we're going to see how deep the uh, roster is of the Nets. That's what's going to be important on how deep that roster is, how many balls there are to go around if Kyrie does come back. You got to understand, James Harden, he likes to dribble a lot. He's kind of an ISO player. You got to move the ball around to get Durant open shots. And, uh, you know, Kyrie likes to move and as well uh, dribble drive. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see if these guys could all fit in around 20 shots a night. Uh, it's going to be tough, Jose. You know, uh, I, I want to hear what Rob has to say. I don't – it's it's going to be tough. Yeah, I mean, Oladipo's a huge player. I think he's a little injury prone. Um, so, you know, there, there's that side of, of getting Oladipo. Uh, but I, I, I don't I don't see the Rockets doing anything serious this season. Um, I think, you know, you know, blending on – you know, bleeding in from last season – uh, they had some issues, you know, up top too in the GM or, you know, uh, GM area. Uh, I don't really see them making a play. I mean, they'll probably make the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. But I think that there's there's no way that they're going to make any deep run. It's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what Oladipo does, though, since he is in a, in a contract year. Um, he, you know, he is going to play his heart out and he wants to, you know, make money. It may not be with Houston, um, but it is going to be an interesting season to see how Houston, how Houston handles this and whether they just kind of like uh, go into a rebuild phase uh, with all these draft picks that they just got from the Nets. Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. I'm your host, Jose V, Rob G, Quan 5-9. Our guest, Rant Park Casino Racing Sportsbook Manager, Dwayne Colucci, joining us tonight, talking some sports. So, Dwayne, I got to jump behind the counter with you real quick for a brief moment here with this NBA. Reason being, lines change when players get traded. This is a proposed trade it has not been officially completed yet but yet i saw the line move can you talk to me a little bit about the line movement and what type of change did you guys have there at rampart well the line movement because you're missing some key assets and you're only uh you know suiting up nine guys that's the trade period where the guys sit out you know where you have the two players that are somewhat uh allen and uh Kyrus LeVert, they're very important. So when you see those guys not being a part of the team, you you think it's Nick action that you're seeing, but we have to make an adjustment as well, knowing these guys aren't playing. As for when Harden suits up, well, that's going to be a whole other story. If Kyrie is in the lineup and, uh, you know, you have the Nets at full force, this could be a significant line movement and adjustments that we have to make as bookmakers naturally. This is a superstar, and this is a top 
you know, scorer in the NBA, although he's in horrible shape right now, like you said, Jose. I mean, he came in that fa- I, I couldn't believe how large he was on the court oh, yeah. for an NBA player. And now you could work yourself into game shape when you're a superstar of that caliber relatively quick. And, uh, you know, at full force, I think he's definitely a t- at least a couple of basket line adjustment. And you're going to see some gaudy numbers get up there to where the, you know, where the Milwaukee Bucks basically are. And this is going to be a well-oiled machine, uh, you know, I think without Kyrie. Then if you add Kyrie to the mix, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, they look good tonight. I, I got to say, the Knicks took it to them late. Yeah. They cut back into the lead. I was watching the game. But Durant really looks healthy. And uh, Shamet, he was a nice acquisition from the Clippers. And he falls under the radar. You know, Jordan was playing hard. He was playing, uh, you know, veteran leadership type of ball. And, uh, you know, it, you still, you're missing guys like Harden and you're missing Kyrie. This is going to be a tough team to beat. Uh, you know, I don't know if they're going to be right there with the Bucks and the Heat, but definitely uh, they're, they're close. I, I can't say they're not without this big three. We've seen big threes before and how they perform. Yeah. Uh, they're coming after they, they have a chip on their shoulders I guess they want to be the number one team in New York uh, <laughs> you know they're still Brooklyn I, I still you know I got my Nick-isms and you know all that and I don't think they're anywhere near the Lakers just yet they have a lot to prove before they can play basketball with the Lakers in the finals so we're going to see how this plays out uh, you know I still think the East is wide open right now and this acquisition is major if it gets completed so what about the the futures though the futures bet to win the uh, the, the WNBA I'm mean, sorry the WNBA I'm almost always looking yeah. at the wrong picture over here the NBA championship and the Eastern Conference has that moved has has Brooklyn now become the favorite at Rampart as well well, yeah, we had some sharps on the speculation. You know, like we said, the trade isn't completed yet. So you don't get those powerful, powerful, uh, you know, backers, those $10,000 bets or what have you. But you're seeing dimes trickle in, a couple of dimes here and there. So the adjustments, uh, you know, we don't have to make them too much because they're relatively the favorite already, guys. They were right there with the Bucks and the Heat as, uh, you know, the top teams in the Eastern Conference. So the adjustment doesn't have to be that severe. We're still going to have the offset on the liability from the Laker and Clipper action that we take. I mean, the Lakers are always the top dog. And when LeBron is playing the way he is playing and you see that they still have that chip on their shoulder you know the Lakers are going to be around and I have a great Los Angeles clientele and they back the Lakers and the Clippers left and right and with the Eastern Conference you know it's more of a gamble naturally the Bucks were opened up as the favorite but when Kyrie and Durant were scheduled to start we started to take a lot of future money on the net so the nets are the second choice right now to win the eastern conference and uh you know they're one of the top five teams to win the nba title good stuff man Dwayne colucci rampart racing sportsbook manager joining us here on straight bet sports on the gorilla cross radio network and right now, guys, they are sitting, I have the line right here, Okay. even money in the Eastern Conference. Yikes. So now they have superseded and taken over the Milwaukee Bucks as the favorite to win the Eastern Conference at the Rampart in the South Point. And that is the current line right now. Wow. There you even go, inside money. info. Bucks two to one. There you so, go. I'm, look, I'm looking at a. Uh, I was looking at William Hill right now while you were speaking, and then they got uh, the Nets plus 140 to win the Eastern Conference, and then they got them... Uh, 
I'm sorry, I was looking at the MVP. Uh, plus three twenty-five to win it all. So well, I don't know where they. Three to one, Rob. So uh, yeah, William Hill has slightly higher odds. We must have booked some good bets today. Uh, you know, at the South Point as soon as that uh, you know, trade got announced. So let's move on to some NFL. A lot of talk with Deshaun Watson. Some people are saying trade him to the Raiders. Some people are saying even swap for Tua. And, and it's funny because I got people that are Dolphins fans that were would not leave me alone about how great Tua was going to be and he was the next calling. And I've said it over and over again that Tua is not an NFL player and I'll continue to say it. He's not going to he's not going to make it. I'm sorry. And it's not it's it's not about that he doesn't have the skill set or any of that stuff. It's just his style of play, the way he played at Alabama. His moment to shine was when he came in and took over for Jalen Hurts and won the national championship. After that, if you look at it, he didn't do that much after that. It all went down. It didn't go up or continue to stay where he was at. Plus, he's an Alabama quarterback. The last Alabama crate quarterback was the guy that took my New York Jets to the Super Bowl and guaranteed That's the right. victory. Was, you know, Joe Namath. Aside from That's that, right. you can't really name me a great Alabama quarterback that has came out that has done great at Alabama and has come out in the NFL and done great. So I like him. I'll be honest with you. I like him. I think that I mean we only seen one year. There's only this is only one year. Um, you know, he didn't start to start the season, but they brought him in. Um, I don't like the way that they kind of took him, you know, they played him and then they benched him and they played him and they benched him back and forth with uh Fitz Magic. But I, I, I like what he's doing, I like what I saw. Um, and then you gotta give him another. I mean, it's the first year he's a rookie. Um, some most players in his situation um, don't even play, you know, don't even don't even play. I know Justin Herbert played and I know uh, uh, Joe Burrow played before he got hurt. But uh, a lot of rookie quarterbacks, you know, don't play. So uh, as much as he as much as he did, I guess, as, in his situation. So I want to see what he does next year. Um, I, I think I think the future is bright for him. I mean, I, I'd like the swap. I mean, if I were the Texans. In, in Watson, it's another Harden situation. I mean, he hasn't talked bad about the Texans as bad as Harden has talked bad about the Rockets. But, but he is upset. Um, yeah, he's upset. No, but I mean, he's not saying what Harden's saying. Of course but, not. Of course um, not. Yeah. Not I mean, yet. I, I, exactly. Quan just said it. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yep. Um, I look uh, I look for possibly maybe that swap would be a good one. Um, I don't think the Dolphins will make that move, though. But uh, it'd be interesting to see if he were to possibly go to the Steelers. I mean, this morning they had literally they were going through every team yeah. uh, he could possibly go to, including the Raiders, like you just mentioned. But it would be interesting to see if he were to go to the Steelers and then for them to give up on Big Ben, uh, especially the way that he went out in the Browns game. What are your thoughts, Dwayne? Well, Ben had uh, 500 yards and, you know, he had some bad picks there. You're right about that, Rob. You know, uh, five touchdowns, five picks, whatever he had. Uh, you know, uh, that's all hearsay. I think Deshaun Watson wants to stay in Houston, but it's a rough situation. And that all started with Bill O'Brien. I mean, just yeah. the unloading of Hopkins was outrageous. I mean, uh, what a what a clown he really was. And, and he just got the offensive coordinator job at Alabama, by the way. Guys, that was just outrageous. 
I mean, it was just terrible. And it's just constant, terrible decision making. Uh, you know, uh, they, they're making front office moves. They actually, I believe they hired a counselor to make their front office moves. And then they totally went against what he had advised. So, you know, the Houston team is in disarray. I don't think he's as upset as Harden. You saw Harden at the end of the last night's game. He just said, basically, I'm through here and get me out of here. And they basically accommodated him. Him. I think Deshaun Watson is an incredible talent. I would love to have him on the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you know, I love Dak to death, but, you know, to get Deshaun right there across town, I'd love to have him. He would fit right in perfectly. They've been talking about the Bears a lot. They've been talking about the Steelers. Uh, we'll see. Uh, and for the young quarterbacks, guys, let's go down the line now. Three quarterbacks had to really prove something in the last week. And it was Tua, and he did nothing. Kyla Murray, granted, he was a little banged up, but he lost. And then you had uh, also Jalen Hurts, and he ended up getting benched. Now, that was a different situation, but he was not performing well yeah. other than with his legs. So maybe this quarterback uh, crop was a little overrated outside of Herbert. Herbert is an NFL quarterback. You saw that. I mean, this kid is just a phenomenal talent. But these other guys, they got a lot to prove. They really have to elevate their play. Kyla Murray Probably not so much as the other two, but if Hertz and Tua want to continue as starting quarterbacks in the NFL, you have to improve. And Jose is right. I mean, Tua doesn't look like he really could put the mustard on the ball, you know, and get that 40 yard, you know, fly pattern going like guys like Watson and Herbert and Dak Prescott that we're talking about. And these are the best NFL quarterbacks underneath the Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes. And we know what they could do. And now Allen as well. So there's a lot to prove for Tua. I think he's going to probably stay in Miami. I would like to see Watson move around, but I think he might stay in Houston, guys. We'll see. I agree. I don't I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's going to stay in Houston. Can I see a trade possibly happening? Yeah, if somebody comes in with some good draft picks, depending on what team that might be. I mean, heck, if my New York Jets came in there and were like, we'll give you the number two pick and something else, we can figure something out, I'd be okay with that. But I, I hope he stays in Houston. I think that's the overall better situation. They bring in a better coach, you know, build a better foundation, just a better culture overall. I think they'll be okay. But you got to give him more weapons, man. You basically took away his best weapon and gave him a guy that was a pro bowler and never did anything after that. A guy that and then Will Fuller went out. Yeah, Fuller got right. taken out because of PEDs. So I mean, it's crazy stuff, man. I, I just I hope he doesn't get traded for Tua because in that that would just be bad. As much as I say that I don't think Tua's gonna make it, I'm not wishing anything bad upon the kid. Meaning, I'm not saying I don't hope he doesn't make it. If he makes it, hey, and proves me wrong. It's great for him. But I just think he's in a bad situation right now, and I don't think he should have played in and out the way that he did and the way that they played him. They should have just left Ryan Fitzpatrick in there the whole season. But it is what it is. It's not here nor there. It's done. Let's move on, guys. We got a little bit of NHL talk before we jump into our NFL talk because <sighs> divisional round weekend is coming up. Very, very exciting. But, Dwayne, the NHL is back. You're wearing your Golden Knights gear. So am I tonight. Got to represent the whole town team. 27 players tested positive during camps which is a little bit concerning moving into this season, especially it already being, I believe, a shortened season, correct? It's not going to be your your, your normal season. Games. Yeah, 56. Story of the night, a lot of people are saying our Flyers Patrick scored his first goal since April of 2019. I'm not a big hockey guy. 
So I'm not going to lie about that. You're, you're more the hockey guy. I know you like hockey a lot. You follow it a lot. You're into it. What are your thoughts of opening night? And what type of action were you getting at Rampart? Did you have betters excited for opening night of hockey? Was it just, let me wait and see what we got? You know, what what was the feeling like? Well, we would definitely get a, a great handle, especially on that Flyer and uh, Penguin game, as well as the nightcap with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. You know, uh, we have, since the Golden Knights have jumped on board, guys, hockey all of a sudden is a major attraction, and everybody has an opinion, and that's great from my uh, side of the counter. I love it. I really enjoy seeing how people handicap these games. Uh, we saw some incredible handle, like I said, on those two games. We're seeing some good future action on the Las Vegas Golden Knights, naturally. And a lot of people are anticipating this season because it's a switch up. You know, we have a 56 game season, guys. That really cuts a lot, a substantial amount of the regular season out of the equation. The schedule is set up to where you're seeing teams play every uh, second night. The Flyers and Pittsburgh will match up again on Friday, as well as Tampa and Chicago. It's going to be a unique season. Also, we saw some tremendous action on the first periods. You know, we, uh, we have, uh, you know, a lot of trends with first period totals, especially. And we have some backers and sharp guys at my shop that really like to pound those, as well as at South Point. So, you know, hockey is a whole different entity now since the Vegas Golden Knights have been in the NHL and you guys know that all of a sudden people have a buzz in this town everybody has an opinion on the NHL and yeah the handle was off the hook today and I I will see an increase tomorrow with the Knights on the docket I got a question go for it uh, real quick for Dwayne how, how, how are you guys we talked about it last week on the on the show uh, a little bit with Jose but these back-to-backs where the teams are playing you know the same team uh, how are you guys like handling that from an odds perspective? Um, because like, uh, for example, we see like one team get blown out. So for example, the Flyers, they win what, 6-3 today. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, you, you have to re- you know, you have to make another line for that. Um, how is how is that playing a, a factor? Is how big of a factor is that playing that they're, you know, the, the result from the previous night or from two nights ago with the same teams playing again? Well, Rob, it's going to be interesting to see because uh, I, I, I've been watching the NBA and there's been a lot of these back-to-backs. And I always make this point that early in the season, you saw the Milwaukee Bucks. They beat the Miami Heat by 50 points. Then the very next night, the Heat won the game. So, you know, we have to keep track of the goaltenders. That's very important. Jose brought up the point too. the 27 different, uh, you know, players, if not more teams like the Dallas Stars have been totally bitten by COVID. And these are very important factors when you're booking these games and putting up concise odds. You know, you have to know the goaltender rotation. There's certain teams, in my opinion, that have way better goaltenders uh, you know, tandems like the Vegas Golden yeah. Knights. We have Leonard and we have Flurry. The Montreal Canadiens have Carey Price and now they have Jake Allen. Whereas St. Louis now is going to be interesting because Bennington, all the pressure falls on his shoulders. Pittsburgh, it's going to be interesting now. Carter Hart is a fabulous, fabulous goaltender for the Flyers. Will they bring him back in the next game uh, Friday night? 
whereas I believe Pittsburgh will try and start Murray because they have Jari and Murray. So, you know, there, there's a lot of different aspects. you got to keep track of the goaltenders. I think the Rangers have a really good young tandem with Shesterkin and uh, uh, the Russian there, uh, kid. He's awesome. He's off the hook. So, you know, you do uh, have some good goaltender tandems, and the Knights lead the way with that. And there's uh, certain teams that are going to, you know, put that into play and use it to their advantage. And then there's other teams that will just lean on their number one goaltender. And with a shortened season, it'll help that, you know, the playoffs will come up quickly. But you also have to watch these matchups because if an underdog team gets a higher seeds number and, you know, they match up, say, guys, seven to eight times this year, and all of a sudden, uh, you know, a team like Anaheim, beats a team like Arizona seven out of eight times, they could actually get a berth to the playoffs and sneak in. And that's what we're looking to avoid is a major upset in the Stanley Cup finals or during the Eastern Conference or the Western Conference finals because future action then comes into play and we're seeing futures come in at all different angles this year. So this is a unique season. It isn't where everybody's just betting on Tampa because they know Tampa's five to one and Vegas <laughs> Golden Knights five six to one and you know Colorado the, the top teams. You're seeing action on lower teams, hoping that they could upset and get in there. And uh, you know the twenty thirty forty to one range. I'm seeing a lot of handle on those futures. So. It's going to be unique, Rob. It's going to be tough because of the fifty-six game constriction. Is there a team that, or is there a team or two on both sides of the fence that you see that this would possibly benefit this shorter season benefits, uh, and you know, and, and hurts them on both sides? One team on each side that hurts them, and you think that can take advantage of the situation that that you know the season being the way it is. Well, you know, what I think is that the travel is an important key because in that Canada division, you have to travel across the country. So you have to understand that teams like Ottawa, uh, mm -hmm. Toronto and Montreal will eventually have to go all the way across the country and play teams like Vancouver, Edmonton and uh, Calgary. And that's a pretty far travel, guys. Don't think it's a short travel. Whereas you have that Eastern Coast division where you have the Rangers, the Islanders, the Devils, Boston, Washington. These are all in close proximity. So with these teams not having to travel as far, even though I feel that that's the toughest division uh, for competition level, that Eastern division, they're not traveling nearly as often as these Canadian teams and the Western Conference also they have a few teams that are oddball I believe Minnesota and St. Louis are in there so you know teams have to travel all the way from Las Vegas to Minnesota or to St. Louis and that's a substantial travel as well so you have to keep your eye on how these teams travel plus they have taxi squads now guys they have five uh, alternate players that could be used at any given time because of the COVID and they don't have to be brought up from the minor leagues. They will travel with the main team, you know, so it's important to see how effective your taxi squad uh, players are. And those are probably like your top five minor league players or top five additions to your roster mm -hmm. that were on the verge of not making it, but they will be there. Uh, an example is uh, the Montreal Canadiens just signed Corey Perry. He's on the taxi squad. So he will come in and play, you know, when somebody needs a rest or if somebody gets sick or an ailment or something like that. So, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting, guys. This is a unique NHL season. Restructured all the divisions. Teams are playing each other way more often. And it's going to 
to be interesting to see how teams play in these three-game sets. Like I said, when a team like Ottawa has to go and play Edmonton a couple of times, Vancouver a couple of times, Calgary a couple of times, you know, it's going to be like a semi-playoff or a smaller playoff format even during the regular season. So, ah, very tough this year. It's going to be good, though. Dwayne Colucci, racing sportsbook manager over at Rampart Casino, joining us here talking some NHL action. Now, we got to jump into the NFL, guys. We got about 20 minutes here left on the show tonight. I'm your host, Jose V. You're tuning to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. Rob G, chilling at home, quarantining a little bit. Quan 5'9 here in the studio with me, hanging out. So, Dwayne, let's move right into the NFL action. We got four games this weekend. It's coming down to the wire here. The season's pretty much almost done. We're getting to the biggest part of it all, almost to the Super Bowl. Rams, Packers. Let's jump into that first game of the of, of the weekend. It's a Saturday, 1.40 p.m. start. I'm looking at currently Packers minus six and a half. I'm looking at an Aaron Rodgers Green Bay Packers team that doesn't look good against great defenses. He's playing against the number one defense in the NFL. Aaron Donald says he feels great. He's not hurting. I like the Rams. I said it last night on Let the Ball Bounce, and I'm going to stick to it. I don't think the Packers were gonna are going to look great at all against a defense like this. And seeing Devontae Adams matching up with Jalen Ramsey is going to be the, the, the most funnest thing to watch, I think, all weekend when it comes to all of these games. I know a lot of people are, are high on the Tom Brady and you know Drew Brees game there, but... What are you seeing, Dwayne, on this game? What do you guys got going on at the Rampart? What type of action? And what are what are betters betting on? Yeah, we're getting some good two-way action on this game, uh, Jose. You would think that everybody was going to ply us with Packers money. And I think Chris said Jimmy actually opened it at seven, and now it's six and a half. So, uh, you know, I want to see how the weather plays out. The health of the Terminator is very important to put the pressure on Aaron Rodgers. That is the whole key. I agree with you, though. I do not like the Packers against good defensive teams. But when you're playing in the frozen tundra, keep an eye on the weather. Very important. And they have to get the running game going. Now, you saw what the Rams were able to do against Seattle, who don't have much of a running game, but an awesome passing attack and a much more mobile quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. So I think the Rams are definitely in play in this game, as well as, uh, you know, what has to be done is Goff has to play within himself. You know that that thumb is a, a nailing injury. It's uh, It just got repaired. So he played very effectively in this game against Seattle. He was within himself, but it's all about Goff. Will Cooper Cup be healthy? You know, that's another big, big important asset and weapon for the Rams. But the Ram defense could definitely control this game. I'm not sold on the Packers like everybody else. You know, we always see this Green Bay Packer team, 13-3. and But until they win multiple playoff games, I'm not sold on it yet. I know Devontae's a beast probably right now, the best uh, wide receiver left added all the playoff wide receivers although Hill will have something to say about that for yeah. Kansas City <laughs> you know uh it's going to be a fabulous matchup I'm like you Jose I want to see it I want to see Smash Mouth football Lambeau Field monster defense Rams against Aaron Rodgers the best supposedly Rob thoughts 
Uh, yeah, it was, it was a little surprising. It's, well, it's not say surprising, but for the Packers to open up this, this high of a, of a favorite, um, versus a great defense in the last couple of years, especially playing my Niners, um, you know, what the Niners were able to do to them in the playoffs last year, uh, or what, what was a couple of years ago. I'm sorry. Um, but this, in this situation, I mean, I was looking at the weather too, before we went on, before we went on and it looks like it's going to be a high of 31, low of 19 i know it's a little bit of an early game um with with possible icy conditions but in this situation i i was kind of looking at the under uh opened at 47 um but it is down to 45 and a half i liked it at 46 but it looks like uh people you know snatched up the 46 down to 46 (laughs) there you go ramparts got 46 go get it it, yeah i kind of look you know based on the weather with the weather showing and stuff like that sorry i know i'm going out of picture a little bit um, I do look. I do. I do see this being a low-scoring affair. Um, it's going to be freezing. Uh, you know, the West Coast Ram, uh, not, well, the West Coast Rams. You know, going east. You know, or not all the way east, but you know, uh, Midwest or whatever you want to call it. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. You know how that offense can move in, in that in those conditions. I don't know if they've even played in those conditions once this season. So uh, I do look for a low-scoring affair uh, in the frozen tundra. Ravens Bills guys. Let's move on to the next game. First AFC game we have of the weekend. I, I think I said Ravens last night on Let the Ball Bounce. I don't remember, but I remember when we did our, our our NFL preview show, Rob, I said I had the Ravens going to the Super Bowl. I didn't have them winning. I had the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, which we all know that's not going to happen. So I'm so I'm going to stick to that. And I'm not, I'm not going to get analytical. All I'm going to say is the Ravens and Harbaugh showed me a lot last week. In the beginning part of that first quarter against the Titans, I thought that game was over. I literally thought, okay, I've seen enough. I think the Titans are going to control this. Lamar can't do anything. The adjustments that they did in that game to come back and completely just run all over them. Lamar could do whatever he wanted to in that game. I'm sticking to the Ravens. I think the Ravens win this game on the road. Make it two in a row on the road. And I think they, I think they knock off the Bills, guys. Dwayne. Well, uh, yeah, uh, they, they definitely have an excellent chance. They're p- playing the best football right now. If you look at it from the last couple of weeks and last week, they are playing the best football. Credit to Lamar Jackson. The kid is amazing. What a phenomenal turnout last week. He turned that game around. Dobbins is playing well. We know that uh, this is a tough, tough team. And this is the game where the weather may come into play, guys. If the weather is a swirling wind and, you know, Allen can't do his magic with the arm and it becomes a running matchup, I like the Ravens even more. I was asked on Twitter as soon as the games, uh, you know, were being played, basically, what I would make this number. I made it at three and it's down to two and a half and rightfully so. The Ravens are playing great. Total over under is 50 right now at the Rampart and South Point. I think Lamar Jackson is ready for a really big run. Class act really took it to Tennessee, who was making fun of them earlier in the year. Walked off the field, you know, did the right thing. Didn't get into all that riffraff. He's just a class act right now. He's playing at a top, top level, and he can beat you with his legs. And also, you know, if he's required to pass at times, he could really pass the ball. So, you know, we all talk about the Bills' high-powered offense. We know what they bring to the table. 
Stefan Diggs, unbelievable. Another guy that would have something to best say about pick up being this year. the best wide receiver and at the top of his game. He is playing amazing right now. He is the number one receiver in the AFC, and you have to stop this man. But you start double downing, and then you have Beasley. You also have John Brown, and they also have another good wide receiver out there. So, you know, this is a really, really good offense. And if, you know, if the weather doesn't come into play and Allen starts to get his rhythm, it could be a long, long weekend. And Baltimore does not want to trade scores with this team. But keep your eye on Buffalo because there's times where Buffalo has opened up big leads, guys, and they faltered in the second half. And, you know, before you know it, you're back in the game and in the playoffs. It doesn't, you know, always swing your way. Sometimes the momentum just keeps carrying and they better focus on Lamar Jackson. The defense isn't all that great for Buffalo. Uh, You know, it isn't all that great for Tennessee as well. Don't get me wrong. You're going in now trying to win another game on the road. Uh, Definitely difficult, but if anybody could do it, Lamar Jackson could do it. And we're seeing some good action on the Ravens across the counter, guys. And I remember I uh, actually also booked a future bet at my shop. Uh, A guy came in before for last week's matchup. Not sure if he got 20 or 25 to 1, but he put five dimes down on the Ravens. And, uh, nice. you know, so far it's not a bad bet. There you go. Rob, what you got? I like the Ravens. Uh, I mean, the Ravens were my preseason, you know, uh, a favorite to win it. I think I got I think I got to stick with them now. Um, weather, I was looking at the weather as well. Looks like it's going to be in the 30s, a little cloudy, um, but nothing crazy when it comes to like wind or anything like that. It doesn't look like it's going to be any snow. I mean, who knows? Things can change. Um, but I do like the Ravens in this in this in this in this game. Um, I think the the casual better is probably going to bet the Bills, especially as, as as much as as much you know probably money they've made people this year. Um, I think I think the Ravens get over the hump this time and and go farther than they did last year. Browns Chiefs. This line, from what I'm seeing right now, guys, currently stands at 10 on the Chiefs over and under 57. We'll see what your shop has it out here shortly, Dwayne. But it's a feel-good story. It's it's great to see the Browns finally back in the playoffs and winning some games. I mean, they annihilated the Steelers last week, and it was just crazy because I, I ran to go put money on my account and bet the game. I bet the Steelers. First text I get is from Rob. Wow. I'm like, wow. I turn around, I look at the TV behind me, it's delayed, and I see the play. As soon as I saw that play, the first play of the game, I said, this game is over. But in this game, guys, I I think the Chiefs win this game. But the way the Chiefs have played defensively, Dwayne, throughout the season against certain type of offenses that can throw the ball or that can run, they haven't looked that great. And I think that the Browns could cover this 10 points. I think it's a high number. I, I get it. The Chiefs are the number one overall seed here in the AFC, and you had that buy. But could this buy possibly be something that can hurt them? I'm not saying the Browns win this, but I, li- I like the Browns with the 10. What do you think? Uh, you know, I think it's more of a case where the Steelers just shot themselves in the foot. The Browns are still the Browns. You saw when the game, <laughs> I, I don't care if you're trying to say prevent or what have you. You can't let a team get so close to you, uh, you know, like the Browns did that with the Cowboys as well, and it became a shootout. And then, uh, you know, I think Mike Tomlin, uh, the Steelers started to get real close, and then you have that fourth and one, and he's punting the ball. 
Yeah. So I think the Steelers just made a total, you know, cluster out of that whole game. It, it was a debacle right from the opening play. Uh, I'm still, you know, I'm not sold on the Browns or Baker Mayfield. I think Chubb and that run uh, game, though, know, man, that run great game. Kareem Hunt, great, great running backs great running backs uh, you know he did make some timely passes to Landry don't get me wrong he was getting the ball down the field but if you look at the Steelers last seven weeks of the season it was just a debacle and you knew the Steelers were waiting to lose I got sucked in I bet them just because uh, I regularly <laughs> and routinely bet against the Cleveland Browns and when you lost 17 straight at Heinz Field I mean oh all of a sudden Dwayne's money is down, and they're winning the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and the 17-game winning streak. So, you know, uh, I take my lumps just The like mush. You guys, you the know, mush. Benny. <laughs> Benny the mush. You know, I'm you, I definitely, I think the Chiefs just come out and blow this team out in this Ooh, game. Okay. I think they have to play some ball control. They have to spread it around. You know, hopefully the running backs will be a little healthier than they've been in past weeks. I know that I think they're on like a what an 0 and 7 streak, maybe against the spread as well. The Chiefs are so you know we take that into consideration as bookmakers. But now Cleveland is going again on the road, playing in one of the most difficult places to play, whether there's a crowd there or not. They already just won in Heinz Field. Uh, should get their head coach back. Uh, definitely, that's an improvement and definitely a help. But uh, they they might just have uh, you know partied themselves out after ending that 17 game losing streak. And you know, I just I don't have faith in Baker Mayfield if he falls behind. And the Steelers gift wrapped the lead to him, and he didn't really have to fall behind. Let's see against a bona fide team, a monster team like the Chiefs. And you know, they've been playing tight to the belt. You're right. Jose, and you're right, Rob, but I think they blow this team out. I'm seeing definitely, uh, you know, about a 45-21 score. Rob? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I, I, I look at this line, and you look at what can I mean, uh, Kansas City, you look at what the Browns were able to put up on the Steelers last week. Um, you know, I, I think that the, for this line to be at 10, um, I think people are going to are, are gonna, uh Bet the Browns. I like. It's going to be tough to lay double digits. But anytime you're laying double digits in the NFL is super tough. And then you're asking a team to cover uh, in you know in the playoffs a double digit uh, a double digit spread. I, I think Kansas City is gonna is gonna run this team. I, I do lean towards the under as well. Um, I, I expect a lot of people to probably bet on the overs. I think it's at 57, 57 and a half. Um, I like like Dwayne said. I do see some ball control going on with the on the Kansas City side. Um, but I also do see some ball control possibly on the Brown side, knowing that they have to keep the Chiefs off the field. Um, no one wants to get into a shoot, you know, a shootout with the Chiefs. Um, so I do, you know, with their running back duo uh, of Hunt and Chubb, I do see the Browns running the ball a lot, um, trying to keep Mahomes off the field. Uh, I, I don't think the spread comes into play here at all. Um, so what I mean by that is I, I, I basically see either the Chiefs blowing these guys out or the Browns are going to win outright. I don't really see the, the, the spread coming into play. But in my, my opinion, um, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win uh, uh, by at least, I say by at least two touchdowns. Sounds good. We got a little bit over five minutes here on Straight Bet Sports on the Gorilla Cross Radio Network. We're joined by a racing sportsbook manager over at Rampart Casino, Dwayne Colucci. All right, guys. The game of the the game of the weekend, as everybody's saying, because it's Brady versus Breeze. Can you beat? <laughs> can you beat Tom Brady 
three times in one season. That that that's that that's the question, right? Basically, they've already beat Tom twice on the road at home, and and did it convincingly. And not not like they got lucky or backdoor covers or anything like that. They beat this team. Tom Brady does not look good against New Orleans. Drew Brees looks comfortable. He's got Michael Thomas back. You have Alvin Kamara. That team is solid on offense. Defensively, they're not the greatest. They've never really been a great, in my opinion, defensive team. But they've done enough to get them to where they're at at this point. This game is in New Orleans. The line sits at three right now from what I see. I don't think you can beat Brady three times in a year. I just don't. I want to take the Saints, but I'm going to stick to I'm going to go to the side and I'm going to take the Bucks. What do you guys think? Great matchup of old school quarterbacks, like uh, Rob said. You know, definitely, uh, even though you think they're long in the tooth, these guys still bring it to the table each and every week. Now, the whole key is how good is this New Orleans defense? I mean, it's fourth ranked in the NFL. To shut down Tom Brady three times, it's a major accomplishment. I don't know if it could be done, guys. I like Brady in these playoff situations. I think now Antonio Brown and Brady are on a complete page. I see Tom throwing the long ball. His arm does not look tired, whereas I'm not so sure if Drew Brees is going to be still over, you know, the, the rib injury. The ribs are definitely something that linger on and on and on. I've cracked ribs, guys. It, it takes forever to heal. I, I mean, he looked good last week, but uh, you're – they walked off the field and basically the Bears would have covered the game. So the NFL rule came into play with the line on that, even though it was a miraculous, uh, you know, catch. It's still a, a team that is not even in the same realm as the Saints, and they were still able to possibly cover that game in the Chicago Bears. So they ran the table, New Orleans. They won all six divisional games this year, 12 and 4. You know, they had that little hiccup with Breeze going down and then you bring in Taysom Hill uh you know he's definitely a, a good asset and a definite wrinkle in their offense that Tampa is going to have to worry about but the Tampa defense is pretty solid I mean they played some solid games I think that Tom Brady is now on the same page like I said with Brown you have Mike Evans you got Gronkowski there Kyle Bray catches a touchdown here and there let me tell you, this is a good team, and I think Tampa will win this game. It's so difficult to sweep a team and go 3-0. and I like the Bucks straight up. I'll take the three points, but I think they're going to win line. the game straight up. Rob? I'll keep it I'll keep it plain and simple. I know we're running out of time. <laughs> uh I like the Bucks. I mean that's I mean all three of us are on the Bucks, which is you know what that means go opposite, but um, <laughs> I, I like the Bucks. Um I get yeah, it. I think it's super tough to beat Brady three times in a, in a season um or even, you know, overall. So, uh I like the Bucks. I think they're going to I think their defense is going to, you know, uh third time around coming. Third time will be the charm. I like the Bucks. There it is, man. Great stuff tonight, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Rob, you're here every night. Greatly appreciate you. Dwayne, we greatly appreciate you jumping on every time you get an opportunity. But before we let you go tonight, my man, let everybody know where they can find your podcast and where they can find you and what's going on at Rampart for all of the betters, whether it's horse or sports. Let everybody know. 
Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I could be found on multiple platforms, uh, social media at nybookietwain on Twitter. That's uh, D U A N E at nybookie. D-U-A-N-E on Twitter. Uh, the FM Reverse Podcast Season 2 is about to launch. That'll be coming up this week, later in the week, and that is on all major platforms. Apple, Google uh, Podcasts, all that. Anchor, uh, uh, all the different apps it is on. So you could easily find it. Radio Public, I think it's on. Breaker, all those. So uh, I appreciate all the followers. I appreciate all the listens to uh, getting a lot of good vibes and good feedback on the FM Reverse podcast. And always, you can come and see me at the Rampart Casino. I'm there five days a week and uh, sometimes six or seven, guys, during the busy season. And, uh, you know, the Rampart, we have uh, we just completed a very successful NFL season where we had a lot of contests and free giveaways. We had the Beat the Bookie contest, which was very successful this year. We had some big prize winners. And uh, we have the best comp value for our horse players. I always stress, guys, horse racing, every $40 that you bet, you get one comp dollar that you can use throughout the fabulous Rampart and JW Marriott property, including hotel rooms all the amenities and uh you know it's just a great time nfl playoffs we got the golden knights coming up uh what's better to be a bookie than right now in las vegas he is Dwayne calucci race and sportsbook manager over at rampart casino thank you Dwayne, for joining us tonight my man say hello to pops and the family take care of yourself and we'll definitely be jumping out there and joining you soon and uh having a drink when you get off of work yeah, definitely. We'll have a uh, Johnny Walker Black. You know what I like. You guys <laughs> know what I like. Sounds good, my man. Dwayne Colucci. <laughs> you guys can hit the deli while I was <laughs> Exactly. <involved. laughs> appreciate you, my man. Have a great night. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you guys. All right, Dwayne. Take care, my man. Good stuff there, Rob. We got to close up the show. Greatly appreciate you joining me, man. As always, you know it. You're doing good, man. You, you, you're jumping on here. I know you was nervous at first, but we, we're still going. We're still doing it. So I greatly appreciate you being my tag team partner in this one, man. Always. Absolutely. No worries. So once again, man, thank you guys for joining us. If you tuned in later, you missed the show or someone told you about it. Don't worry about it. Gorilla Cross app. GorillaCross.com is where you can find our show. If not on YouTube, Jose V. Straight Bet Sports. Gorilla Cross Radio. On YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. You can check us out on all of those platforms. And thank you to our sponsor, as always, Joshua Lafon of Simply Vegas Real Estate for keeping us on the air here on Gorilla Cross Radio. But I just got to say one big shout out to my wife. She normally doesn't watch the show because she's not a big sports fan, but that's okay. I just wanted to say thank you so much for everything you do for me and have done for me. My birthday's coming up January 19th, which is next week. She's flying me out to Miami. We leave out Friday. So I just want to say thank you for that. Greatly appreciate you. We're going to go visit my dad and my sisters. I love you so much, baby. Thank you so much for my birthday present and just for being the best part of everything and the best part of me. Till then, I am Jose V. You have been tuned in to Straight Bet Sports here on the Gorilla Cross Radio. For Rob G, Quan 5-9, I am out.